In today's show, we've got news about Disney Mother's Day gifts. Disney Cruise Line unveils new design for the Disney Wish. We've got headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. So glad that you were here. <coughs> Sorry. Let me try that again. <clears throat> so glad you guys are here. Welcome. We've got uh, some updates for you. If you haven't caught the new show uh, from our good friend, former Walt Disney Imagineer, uh, Brian Collins, is uh, we've, we've launched a new show that comes out once a month called Imagineering the Magic. Uh, he has been working on some of the most beloved attractions at Walt Disney World. So it's fascinating to go behind the scenes for Disney Imagineering. So you want to check that show out. And we would be remiss if we didn't thank our travel partners destinations to travel no matter what type of travel you are planning you want to make sure that you connect with our good buddies over destinations to travel the best way to do that is go to uh, disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel there's a short little survey that lets them know what you're looking for and then someone from destinations to travel will get in touch with you soon so we want to thank them uh guys it's it's a great service it doesn't cost you a dime so why wouldn't you uh so go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel and uh start planning a vacation for crying out loud how are you doing tonight uncle tony yeah very good very good yeah very, very just good. very good yeah, I was at uh, Whispering Canyon Cafe again uh, Saturday. It seems like I'm either there or Kona. It seems to be like the two places I can only right. ever get a reservation for. Uh, right. Uh, no, the lodge uh, seemed to be hopping. And, uh, you know, a lot of things going on there. So um, it's very sad to see the Territoni Lounge with like four tables in it. You know, no bar stool. They have the two ones, you know, mounted to the wall. They couldn't move those. (laughs) They got the one couch and one table and then uh, two small tables at the far end. And that's it. There's nothing in the middle. They can they can offer ballroom dancing lessons now in the middle of that. uh, Wow. Uh, Very sad. And and the, the menu at Whispering Canyon is really reduced, reduced down to the bear necessities <laughs> you said there was like uh only like a few not even a full dozen menu items no there. yeah maybe six things that there's there's one skillet like two sam what they call sammy sandwiches uh yeah two what they're calling main entrees which is a bison burger and an impossible burger and a pulled pork sandwich and i think one or two salads and that's it that's it. wow it's like a vegan version of the salad and uh you know Something you could put meat and shrimp and chicken on, but that's that's it. It's it's like wow. I said it's like really. It's nothing, nothing. Yeah, wow. So, that's uh, crazy. But yeah, the lodge is looking good. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, it, it looked like it was busy. There's a lot of cars in the Porta Cachere. A lot of action happening. You know. So. Wow. Good to see. Cool. Good to see. Uh, Did you do anything, you, Disney? Uh, 
Uh, not really. Actually, mm-hmm. we uh, we watched Disney Plus, but we didn't. Um, our weekends have been uh, kind of busy doing some things with the neighborhoods. Uh, neighbors and kind of doing things that we want to do because I'm getting ready to start working for a new job. So life is going to get really uh, regimented here pretty soon. So Mm. we just kind of get out and about. Uh, Yeah, we didn't do a lot this weekend. Just kind of chilled out, which is nice. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. And Lucia, no, uh, they are not serving ketchup in bottles. It comes in a little, uh, I can't think of the word, a cup. Ramekin. Ramekin. Yes. Thank you. A ramekin of ketchup, and uh, that is it. Uh, no kids hopping around on the little ponies. Uh, it's just uh, it's not the same place. I mean, they're still wise acreing around the servers are. Um, you know, they're still you know being their you know funny little selves, but still, it's not the same. Anyway, yeah. let's go. No, it's not the same. Okay. Um, I can't think of anything else. So you no. know, let's go ahead and get into it. Sure. I guess there's nothing else we could do, boys and girls, but get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. All right. Well, uh, it looks like uh, we're going to be able to discover the perfect Disney gift uh, to make Mother's Day even more, say it with me now, magical. Uh, Mother's Day is right around the corner. Uh, so if you're not sure what to get that special mom figure in your life, lucky for you, Disney's got the perfect roundup of gifts for all types of moms available now at the downtown Disney district at Disneyland or, uh, Walt Disney world at Disney Springs or at shopdisney.com or Disney stores and retailers globally uh if you're looking for the perfect gift for mom who loves disney uh or a good disney themed recipe or craft project you're definitely going to want to want to check out the two latest from disney publishing called the golden girls cookbook more than 90 delectable recipes from blanche rose dorothy and sophia my wife on the grave from the grave (laughs) uh or a Star Wars Knitting the Galaxy, the official Star Wars knitting pattern book, which are full of great activities for any mom to enjoy. What character knitted on a starship? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. And what mom doesn't love a good matching moment? Check out the most stylish assortment of Mommy and Me apparel for this Mother's Day. Head under the sea. For the matching adult and kids aerial shimmering satin varsity jacket uh, and accessories available from shopdisney.com. Or if you prefer a matching moment in the galaxy far, far away, you could blast off with the latest Star Wars mom and mini leggings and tops from gold sheep clothing with some new out of this world styles coming Star Wars Day, May the 4th. Uh, you can show mom how much you love her by letting her relax and indulge with Disney themed bath bombs. Or maybe she wants to. It's funny. Or maybe she wants to accessorize with some sparkly new jewelry from Pandora on shopdisney.com. Uh, she'll definitely look chic carrying a new bag from Lounge Fly or Danielle Nicole with fun Disney prints in all different styles. Uh, Nat G- 
I'm sorry. Nat Geo also has some great options for the mom who has everything. Uh, if you have a mom who's more of the explorer type, you can give her a way to document her adventure with a traveler's journal. What about a mom who's trying to save the planet? The sustainable food wrap, which is a natural alternative to plastic wrap, is meant for her. Headed to Disneyland Resort to celebrate mom? Well, make sure to stock up on your favorite Disney mom teas at World of Disney uh, in the Disney downtown Disney. District also available on shopdisney.com. Um, if you forget to grab mom's favorite treats from the parks, no worries. Uh, they you could celebrate Mickey every morning with the Joffrey's Mickey Mouse Classic Blend Roast available all year long at joffreys.com or at the landing at Disney Springs. And finally, nothing says I love you more than a card from lovepopcards.com. You can send your Star Wars loving mom flowers that will live forever with the streetest, sweetest Death Star love explosion bouquet or the Star Wars Happy Mother's Day 3D card. We have all moms covered here. Nothing says, Mom, I love you more than a Death Star. Yes, exploding of all things. <laughs> mom, I love you, Pop. Death Star. <laughs> um, every time I hear the love pop thing, I always think of uh, Kevin from uh, Shark Tank because he bought that. Yeah. He bought that company on uh, Shark Tank. Every time. Wow. I don't think he's uh, sold it off yet. I think he's still hanging on. Okay. Uh, if you were sleeping <clears throat> for uh, the entire week, then you didn't see anything about the Disney Wish which is the newest cruise ship. But Disney unveiled some information about the cruise lines, their dazzling new design concept for the Disney Wish. Uh, mm. The design of the Disney Wish centers around a motif that I am sure we're all familiar with and uh, and with because it's found at the heart of so many beloved Disney stories is enchantment. Mm. Be enchanted. Enchanted. Uh, en enchantment uh, is a special ingredient that brings the worlds of Disney films uh, to such rich and vibrant life. Translating this concept into a design that provides the theme for Walt Disney Imagineers with an unparalleled platform to infuse Disney mm -hmm. storytelling into the cruise experience, giving the Disney wish a completely new look like anything we've ever seen. I think this one is more in the white cream vanilla box look. Yeah, a little uh, bit. Even like the new Wilderness Lodge rooms that they did are very mm -hmm. cream-colored vanilla boxes. So mm -hmm. I think that's their theming for 2021 and 2022. Let's make it, you know, vanilla. Well, I mean, I think they're they're trying to follow with what they're doing in the resorts too, because they're making yeah. the resorts more. Yeah. You know, we're going to paint it this solid color, and then we're going to add, you know, accessories, textures, and colors of in yeah. the accessories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how this motif is expressed throughout the design will be as much a reflection of the ship's distinctive personality as of as of the wide range of stories that will be represented on board from Disney and Pixar to Marvel and Star Wars. Spoiler alert. Of course they're going to have all their IP on one ship. That just of course. the way things roll, baby. 
Uh, so what does this all mean for the Disney Wish? Well, you can uh, take a look at a video that's on the Disney Parks blog that kind of walks you through the whole design process then. Uh, and then uh, the Disney Wish will continue the Disney Cruise Line tradition of incorporating an elegant, classical exterior design, a tribute to the golden age of cruising in the emblematic em, em, emblematic colors of Mickey Mouse. So, uh, I think the oh, I think we're gonna get that. Wait, uh, the hallmark of the Disney Cruise Line is the adornment of two characters, right? Uh, art pieces at the hull of each ship for the Disney Wish, elegant filigree artwork on the bow, and an intricate scrollwork pattern reminiscent of the classic ocean liners of the '30s will feature Captain Minnie. Uh, for the oh. first time, and solidifying her pioneering place at the forefront of the fleet's future. Mm. Uh, the stem of the Disney Cruise Wish will boast a custom sculpture of the optimistic and adventurous Rapunzel, suspended by her golden tresses. The artistic desi- uh, Disney princess will appear to be decorating the exterior of the ship with her trusty paintbrush and the help of her chameleon pal, Pascal. I think that was Stern, by the way, not Stem. Okay. Yeah, the back of the ship. Yeah. Uh, the spellbinding Grand Hall, a bright and airy, elegant space that will welcome guests uh, as they first board. Uh, it is the truest embodiment of the enchantment motif. Its fairy tale castle inspired design is touched with Gothic, Baroque, and French Rocco influences that will give life to the columns, carvings, and trimmings and adornments. Mm-hmm. The Grand Hall is Disney's Cruise Line's castle on the seas, an enchanted realm where glittering trails of pixie dust climb majestic three-story columns, spill across the ceiling, and animate the shimmering chandeliers from above in the uh, effus- effusive burst of magic. The chandelier is the manifestation of wishes coming true. A swirling spiral of crystal gems punctuated with light is the crown jewel of wondrous uh, wishing star. I like that nice. one uh, made by that uh, artist. What was his name? Geary? The colorful one? Yeah. I can't remember what his name was. Yeah. yeah I like that one. I like that uh, thing. Uh, at the base of this uh, grand staircase, beneath the glow of the wishing star, will stand a personification of the wish fulfillment herself, Cindy Rella. A pillar of the Walt Disney Company's legacy Cinderella story is the epitome of magic transforming wishes into dreams and dreams into reality. The that beautiful uh, bronze statue of this beloved princess is just one of many things uh, tribute to a story in the grand hall design. Uh, other, including railings, the glistening with the uh, stained glass in her signature colors, the rich carpeting embellished with icons from the film, and the sophisticated nods to her carriage, her glass zipper, and the delicate metalwork in the light fixtures. So nice. that's it. It's all out there, baby. That's now awesome. they just have to tell us when they're going to start cruising again. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, uh, no kidding. You, you know, in the I think they sent the ship over to the UK and they're doing staycations uh, over in the UK, 
where you get really? on the ship for three days. It doesn't leave the port, but you do all the stuff on the ship um, uh, for that. And, uh, you know, if you're interested in something like that, you know, contact our friends at Destination to Travel. But uh, somebody was asking, why don't they do something like this at Castaway Key? The problem is... They How do you get to, to Castaway Key? Exactly. You, they can't land there. There's no airport. So I don't think there is. I mean, it might be a heliport. Runway. There's not an airport. There's yeah. a runway. Yeah, it might be. Uh, you know, where they can take six pe- people at a time. <laughs> By the time they get to 3,000 people on the ship, you know, your three days will be up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I was like, unless they can go, you know, unless you can fly into one island, they can then just move the boat over there. Because yeah. they're out of U.S. waters, and the CDC doesn't have a say then. I don't know. Right. But it'll be interesting. Yep. It'll be um, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun to see how this works out. I'm, I'm excited for the new ship. I'm looking forward to uh, to riding on it. Mm. Uh, that's that's the whole thing. I haven't been on a well, I've been on a cruise in a while, but I've been on a Disney cruise in forever. Yeah. I mean, it literally has been a while. So yeah. I'm looking forward it's, to. Uh, it's one of my Disney bucket things. I've not done. A cruise, yeah. You know, I think a staycation at Castaway would be fine with me if you could just get me there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't mind parking and you know having the island. You know, that'd be fun. Yeah, you're not a boat person. I'm just not a, uh, you know, stuck in a single kind of place thing guy. You know, I don't, I don't know if I would like that. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Fair oh, enough. We'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, next up, a tremendous new Tiny World Magic Shot is now available at Disney's Animal Kingdom. The exciting new photo opportunity is a 360 degree capture experience that's sure to delight your entire family tree. It's available daily starting uh, from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m., weather permitting, from the Disney Photo Pass photographer located close to the exit of It's Tough to Be a Bug in the Tree of Life trails. You can capture a photo after exiting the attraction, or you can catch it following the walkway across from Adventures Outpost or the walkway next to the Africa entrance gate. Uh, as a reminder, you may temporarily remove your face coverings while actively taking an outdoor photograph, uh, but you must be stationary and maintain appropriate physical distancing during that time. Tiny World Magic Shots are just one of the many ways that Disney Photo Pass creatively captures memories throughout Walt Disney World Resort. Our uh, Disney's photographers get everyone in the photo at iconic locations around the parks, take gorgeous portrait photos in front of both traditional and Disney-themed backdrops at the Disney Photo Pass Studio at Disney Springs, capture Super Zoom Magic Shot videos taken from the unique angles, and offer classic magic shots that add Disney characters and other surprises to your photos. Plus, photo capture is available on board 13 attractions, and video capture is available on two attractions. So is this available? F- well, there's probably no pass holders left. <laughs> it's, it's probably not free. It's probably not included with our annual passes. Have you seen this shot? It looks like, you know, they're, you know, 120 feet above you, shooting down uh, kind of on your yeah. spot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. it's... uh it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I'm assuming there's got to be something. Um, I, I haven't seen it, so I'm assuming it's got to be something posted up in the tree somewhere looking yeah. down. Yeah, I'd assume. I would assume that's cool. It's a cool looking shot. Yeah, it is. Okay, uh, here's an update on some Walt Disney World resorts that are going to be reopening. Uh, so see if your favorite resort is on this list and you're now packing your car coming on down. Uh, so Disney Beach Club Resort is now accepting arrivals on May 30th. Yay for Beach Club. Uh, Disney's Boardwalk is now accepting arrivals for July 2nd. Yay for the 4th of July. Uh, Disney's Wilderness Lodge is still June 6th. That seems like forever and a day. And the Disney's Polly is taking arrivals in late July. They do not have an exact date yet, obviously because of the ongoing construction. They don't want to, you know, give a date and then have to change it, so... Right. Uh, as previously shared, uh, all future uh, reopening dates, and you know they're all subject to change. Is what they're saying here. So, you know, once again, a perfect reason to have a travel agent so that they mm. can stay on top of all that information for you. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. yep. So, if you uh, if you like the show and you would like to find a way to not only support what we do here, but also get some amazing swag in the process, we want to go over to uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon, uh, where you can sign up to support what we do here with a small monthly amount. And you can also get up to three shows that you can't hear anywhere else except for uh, the Patreons page. And uh, you can also get some amazing rewards for each tier uh, plus there's a, a level that if you really dig the disney by the numbers t-shirt clubs you can get that plus all three shows plus all the amazing swag uh and we also have an opportunity if you want to pay for the year in advance uh patreon is letting you do that and save 10 percent. plus if you join or if you go up a level we'll send you a free pixar hat as well so guys now's the best time to join us over on patreon.com com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up and uh, start enjoying not only the benefits of being a Patreon, but also the incredible rewards and enjoy some new content. Absolutely. Uh, meetups. Uh, May 29th. Uh, we're probably going to be able to pick this soon. I saw they're starting to fill in some dates in May. Uh, yeah. We're going to the ANC Theater. There'll be 20 of us. We're going to go see a movie. Hopefully something Disney-ish. Sweet. Uh, June 12th, we've added this special event on. Uh, we have six seats available for lunch with an Imagineer. And you can go to that address, uh, dppwithbrian.eventbrite.com uh, cool. to buy your tickets. So this is former Disney Imagineer Brian Collins. So if you ever wanted to have lunch with an Imagineer, uh, this is heavily discounted to compared to what Disney charges. So this is your chance to have a lunch with an Imagineer uh, at a little bit of a discount. You have to pay for the ticket, and then uh, the lunch uh, is at the boathouse, and that uh, will also then be on you as well. Uh, August 7th, we are going to go to uh, Ravello's for breakfast. Uh, that is a character meet with Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy. Uh, and that will obviously be in the morning because it's breakfast. And then December 11th, we are doing our annual Christmas crawl 
Uh, stick around for the details on that. You know, once we figure out, you know, what is open, what's not open, uh, we'll have more information on that. Hmm. All right. Last week's trivia question was, which Disney animated feature has the most songs? And the answer was? I would have, uh, I would say Fantasia. Mm-hmm. But the correct answer was Alice in Wonderland with Ooh. 23 songs in the film. <coughs> Holy How, crap. Yeah. However, some of those songs are under a minute. So I don't know if you can call those songs or were they like sonnets? <laughs> I mean, you know, a verse. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, uh, Shannon B got the correct answer. And uh, it's in it an envelope, Shannon. It'll be out in the mail this week. Sweet. All right, this week's trivia question is who, I think we've had this before, so uh, you might be in luck, folks. Uh, We were talking about uh, cast members and their inclusion rights, so I thought this would have been good. Uh, Who is the only Disney princess to have a tattoo? A visible tattoo. And we don't know what the other princesses have under their dresses, but this one has a visible tattoo. Uh, Is Daisy Duck considered a Disney princess? Because you know she's got a tramp stamp. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're just ducking with me. Uh, If you know... If you know the correct answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Sweet. So guess what? Disney's decided that they're going to build solar facilities everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, in celebration of Earth Day, Walt Disney World has announced that they will uh, are developing two new solar facilities in partnership with Reedy Creek Improvement District and local utility partners in Central Florida, together with the new 75MW solar facilities, uh, when combined, will then produce enough renewable energy to power up to 40% of its total annual energy consumption. The new facilities are expected to come online in approximately two years. Additionally, Disney Cruise Line has shared that its five-acre solar facility is close to completion on Castaway Key in the Bahamas. This facility includes 4,320 solar panels and will generate approximately 70% of the island's power. Greenhouse gas emissions will also be reduced by 3,000 metric tons of carbon dioxide this year. Uh, That's a quick to removing 652 automobiles from the road annually. Over in California, 1,400 solar panels sit atop the Radiator Springs Racers attraction to help power the magic at Disneyland. Disneyland Paris is working on one of the largest solar canopy plants uh, in collaboration with uh, Herbisolar. Uh, these solar canopies will use 67,500 solar panels that will sit on top an outdoor glass parking lot excuse me, outdoor guest parking lot. Hong Kong Disneyland serves as home to the single largest solar panel site in Hong Kong, spanning across 20 attractions and buildings with over 5,000 solar panels. Finally, solar power energizes Tokyo Disney Resort as well as generating enough power to fuel their Dream Lights Parade with solar panels installed at eight backstage locations across the resort. Disney, powered by the sun. 
That's right. <laughs> Turn it off. We're dead. <laughs> Do we still have problems with carbon emissions? I mean, we've just been in a pandemic for a year. You think that the I've heard I've heard they're down low. Uh, we haven't had cars on the road. Yeah, yeah. I you know I love the France, and you know I think we showed pictures of it too on this on this show. You know that the entire parking lot uh, had a canopy on it with yeah. solar panels, and I'm like, uh, hello. We're in Florida. Why aren't ours covered? You know, I know. I mean, God, you could, you know, power the printing presses of your money with as much energy as those things would produce. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, select self service beverage stations are now reopening at Disney World uh, ever since. Uh, the theme parks closed back in July of 2020. Uh, the self-service refill stations, this is where you get your beverages, obviously, uh, mm. for the refillable drink mugs have been operated by Disney cast members. So they've all been like uh, roped off and you would give the guy or girl or whatever your mug and they would, you know, tell you, you know, fill it up with your beverage. Right. Today... We discovered that uh, the self-service freestyle machines located at Primo Piatta at uh, Disney's uh, Riviera Resort are among one where guests can now do it themselves. And here's my question. I didn't understand why they were shut because there was no buttons to push, right? You went to the Diet Coke, you put your mug, soda came out, and you didn't touch anything. So I didn't understand why they were closing them. Right. You know, it's not like uh, the freestyle machines like at, you know, McDonald's or Burger King where you got to, you know, select the thing and touch the thing. There's no screen. You just, you know, do, 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 do. Anyway. Yeah. boppity boo. Give yeah. me my soap. Yeah, dude. exactly. Uh, so this is going to be something you'll need to check, uh, you know, as, as things go on. Uh, you know, uh, uh, somebody visited Backlot uh, Express at Disney's Hollywood Studios and found that a cast member still requiring uh to fill up the mug so it seems to be happening in certain places not all places so uh you know just go with the flow people go with the flow i'm surprised they're even selling the mugs but that's another story yeah <laughs> you know because everybody touches them at checkout so yes. you know yes they do anyway uh hey we've got to, do you have your like uh beer, 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 beer. Uh-huh. Disney Boardwalk Inn has a reopening date. <laughs> Several Disney Vacation Club properties are set to get busier this summer as their hotel counterparts parts reopen to guests. And the latest is Disney's Boardwalk Inn. Hotel rooms at the Boardwalk Inn are set to reopen on July 2nd of 2021, while the resort's DVC villas resumed operations back in June of 2020. The hotel rooms have remained shuttered since March of 2020, with the shutdown prompted by the uh, COVID-19. Other resorts with scheduled reopening dates include Disney's Beach Club Resort on May 30th, 
Disney's Wilderness Lodge on June 6th, amen. Disney's Polynesian Village Resort is still in the midst of an extreme intensive refurbishment, which is projected to be opening sometime late in July of 2021. Jumbo House at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge Villas is the sole DVC property whose hotel rooms have no announced reopening date. Other Walt Disney World resorts on which no updates have been revealed include All-Star Music, all-Star Sports, Port Orleans Resort French Quarter, and Port Orleans Riverside. Very interesting. We're getting there. Yeah. Slowly but surely, we're getting there. Yeah. Listen, by October, they're all going to be open. That's just... You think? <laughs> that's ob- oh, yeah. That's obvious. They'll get okay. these open by uh, June and July. And then uh, the rest will open by, uh, I'm assuming, by. I don't think they can have uh, New Orleans closed. It's too close in proximity to the already booked and sold out resorts uh, at the Magic Kingdom. And it's the next closest thing to uh, that. So mm-hmm. I, I think I think they'll be open. Cool. Cool. Uh, our Magic Kingdom Tron Coaster is taking another step towards its completion. Uh, we were first told that the Tron Light Cycle Tron Light Cycle Run Roller Coaster uh, could be coming to the Magic Kingdom in 2017. Uh, it was revealed now, four years later, we can see you know this big white thing, blue box kind of growing out of the ground. Uh, which many parts of the ride uh, made it famous when it originally debuted in Shanghai. The attraction's signature architect is certainly uh, one to highlight. And let's uh, take a look at this superstructure. So so based yeah. on those specifications from what we know from Shanghai, we know that the ride goes 60 miles per hour. We know that it begins with a launch that will take guests through the intricate roofing structure known as the Upload Conduit. Uh, we know that the ride will feature remix music from uh, Daft Punk, originating from the Tron Legacy film score. And mm. we know that the height requirement is 48 inches. Did you ever get to test the seating? I have not. Yeah. I think it's still out there. I No, they might have pulled it in for the COVID. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been over there. <clears throat> During Probably. construction of the upload con- uh conduit <coughs> brown steel supports were necessary to hold up the unique shape of the roof as these roofing is being completed these supports are now coming down so we can see a good majority of what is going to be left as more and more of these supports come down the structure's immense design is now more apparent uh, after the skeleton is finished we may begin to see the lighting panels get installed that the whole roof gets covered with, uh, yeah. you know, high-tech lighting panels. So that will be fun to see. Uh, this will also help keep the ride open even during the stormy months in Florida. I don't, I don't know about that yet. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not betting on that yet. We'll have to see <laughs> because it's not the rain; it's the lightning that usually shuts things down. Considering yeah. it is a giant metal antenna. Yeah, and you know, uh, rain blows sideways in Florida, or upwards, or downwards, or leftwards. Yeah, yeah. whichever direction it chooses to go to. Yeah, uh, this was originally slated to open by the fiftieth anniversary 
Um, but we now believe that it'll open sometime during the 50th. We think Guardians will open first, and then this will open sometime during that 18-month uh, celebration. So if this is something that you want to see in with the 50th, you you may have to wait a little bit to see this. So, uh, right. Tron Light Cycle Run has been uh, rising over Tomorrowland for years. Uh, like we said, it's probably been about four years. So, and it's it's big. I, it 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 makes you know Space Mountain look like a tiny little uh, attraction. Yeah, it does kind of dwarf it just a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how they do this with the train going past that area. Uh, and all the other stuff that's happening back there. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, yeah. I'm hoping that it's uh that it's uh it's exciting. I'm I'm hoping that I can ride it. <laughs> but I've been yeah, working I think on it. Will. I think I've been will. losing weight. I've been losing weight. So yeah. Yeah. uh okay, so there's a new pass. I'm sorry, hang on. Hang on. I am not sure I'm reading this correctly. There's a new pass holder exclusive Star Wars shopping event. For May the 4th? In California for the Legacy Pass holders. Oh, I should read on, shouldn't I? Uh, so it's a special exclusive Star Wars shopping event to Disneyland for the Legacy Pass holders. Mm. They feel okay. so bad for crushing their dreams. Yes. Uh, the shopping event will be for Disney Legacy Pass holders and will require a reservation. Pass holders will be able to purchase exclusive May the 4th merchandise. Attention, Star Wars fans. A May the 4th Disneyland shopping reservation event is coming. You'll have the opportunity to be among the first to purchase May the 4th apparel and pins and a chance to add an all-new Legacy hilt to your collection. Uh, Disneyland Resort, these products are... At launch, will be available only through the Disneyland Resort shopping uh, reservation event while supplies last. After the reservation event ends, any remaining products will be made available across the Disneyland Resort. Um, this has kind of been a little bit of my beef with D23. Mm-hmm. You, you, well, now they've got the, like the free version, but you, you pay to, to have the exclusive opportunity mm-hmm. to buy things. Yes. It, 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 it's not really, especially when you're a member on the west, on the east coast, there's not really a lot of events out here. So yeah. we just, you know, like, hmm, okay, cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I like the last part that uh, if they don't sell it, they'll just send it everywhere in the park. Yeah. That's what you get. <laughs> you get buy the sloppy it, seconds, it. people, if you don't buy the ticket, is what they're saying. Yeah. And and I guess just to the point where, you know, it's just everybody's going to be so geeked out about like, oh, I got to get it. I got to get it. And I know that there's a lot of that there. But at the same time, it's like <laughs> a lot of people who spent a year without Disney. And some people are starting to realize, you know, I'm OK with with not having it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My life is going going on. I survived. Yeah. I survived, yeah. and I have what and little money. And look at all this extra money in my pockets. That's right. What little money I have left, I still have. Yeah. <laughs> all right, somebody. Uh, I, this was an interesting story. So, Walt Disney World is canceling park reservations that are not connected to a theme park admission. Now, I didn't think you could make a park reservation. I tried several times, and it said you don't have a ticket. 
So did people buy a ticket, make the park reservation, then cancel the ticket? That is my only way that I think they did this. So anyway, uh, Walt Disney World Resort will start implementing a new policy in order to free up some of the theme park reservations that be, may be held by guests' uh, accounts without valid admission. Uh, although park passes must be reserved with a valid ticket, sometimes guests may be able to change the dates of their tickets, but not mm. the dates of their park pass reservations. Okay. Dear Disney IT, <laughs> if the two things are linked together, if one changes, then the other one just gets canceled. That's like right. coding 101. <laughs> you remove the connection between the two things. One's got to disappear. Anyway, uh, Walt Disney is attempting to curb the holding of park pass reservations when they are not connected to a valid theme park admission, allowing more availability uh, for other guests. Now, theme park reservations cancellation emails will be sent to guests 48 hours prior to the day on which the park pass reservation is not connected to the theme park admission. I wouldn't give them 40. I'd give them 48 minutes. Uh, if the guest does not cancel the reservation, it will be automatically canceled after the 48 hours have passed, uh, which is midnight on the day of the reservation. In a similar manner, FastPass Plus reservations were automatically canceled to prevent guests' uh, abuse when canceling resort uh, hotel guests. Remember that whole thing? You know, people yeah. were making a hotel reservation, making all the fast passes, then getting rid of the hotel reservation because, you know, for pass holders, we only had a 30-day window compared to a 180-day window. Right. Uh, theme park reservations for Disney's Hollywood Studios have been the hardest to come by thus far, with reservations fully booked now through July. One attraction is filling up a park. Mainly, I mean, I'm sure that Toy Story has a little bit of an effect, but a mainly rise of the resistance. Yeah, yep. It's amazing. Uh, imagine what's going to happen to Epcot when Ratatouille opens. You say goodbye to Epcot for a long time. I don't know about that, but maybe. I, yeah, I think it will. I think it'll do a pretty good job. Uh, guests visiting Walt Disney Resort will now have a better chance of attaining theme park reservations. So here's the other thing uh, that. You know, they're really not saying in this is they're really running up against, uh, you know, uh, hotel bookings are going up, but capacity is still staying at 35 percent and people are coming like I know my brother's coming in like I think July and he can't even get into a park. He's just coming because he's got points that he has to use that are going to expire. Mm -hmm. So I think that is their the one of the problems they're trying to solve right now. And you know, like they're saying, uh, the studios um, is uh, you know booked on a constant basis all the way now through July, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't have to go to a Disney park, but then again, I, I live here, mm -hmm. but uh, I like going to the resorts just to stay at the resorts. But I know a majority of people yeah. are like, booking vacations and like, well, this is great. We're going to go to the parks. Well, there's limited capacity. Yeah, but we're buying a vacation. They'll have to let us in. No, they will not. No, they do not. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. They don't really care how much you paid for your DVC resort. Mm -mm. You know, that, ca that check is cashed. Sorry, yeah. folks. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate to tell you that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got, and, and I can honestly say this, this is the truth, stunning new scenes from the possible new Tokyo Disney Sea Nighttime Spectacular have been revealed. And guys, if you think this harmonious thing looks really cool, you ain't seen nothing yet. If they can pull that off, the 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 visuals alone, and I get it, it's an artist rendering. It's incredible. Uh, while Tokyo Disney Sea is resorted, reportedly ramping up for its 20th anniversary celebration to begin later this year, according to the new Believe Sea of Dreams Nighttime Spectacular concept art revealed on the website uh, of the of a designer, hints at a possible future show post-Believe or possibly a previous concept that has since been shelved. So if this is legit, Take all this with a grain of salt. Uh, the concept art features designs such as Mickey and Minnie in a gondola at the Lagoon Center, likely in a scene related to Tangled with lanterns throughout both Mediterranean Harbor and floating through the sky. A large moon appears to rise out of the harbor, possibly from the deep pit near the center. Tangled is one of the properties that will be represented at the park once the Mass of Fantasy Springs expansion opens in 2023. In another piece, we see flares rising above uh, a number of low-level barges with dancers and sails that double as screens with scenes from iconic Disney films such as Aladdin, Little Mermaid, and Moana, the former two of which are properties also represented re- represented at Tokyo Disney Sea in Arabian Coast and Mermaid Lagoon respectively the final piece of art represents what looks like to be a fever dream or a scene from an anime that some uh something would actually come from a show in mediterranean harbor mickey goofy and donald are seen in the retro 80 style in a paper boat lifted into the air by an extremely detailed spirit of water while other boats float in the skies around her that's the one i was like Wow, they could pull that off. While unlabeled, unlike the other two, the lights of fortress explorations, as well as the arches of Point uh, Vecchio, um, place it at place this at another piece of Tokyo DCC concept art. While nothing at this uh, in this art represents anything that we've seen from rehearsals of Believe, Sea of Dreams, spotted by guests at Hotel Miracosta, uh, this could point either to a possible replacement after the 20th anniversary celebration concludes or simply be a shelved concept. Uh, there's credence to both theories. Um, celebrate Tokyo Disneyland uh, was also only present for the park's 35th anniversary celebration and then uh, and then some, but the Oriental Land Company has, of course, faced financial hardships this past year amid the COVID-19 pandemic and could seek a longer life out of the show they've already almost got. Uh, nobody knows for sure, but we all know that Believe Sea of Dreams is set to debut later this year at Tokyo Disney Sea. Guys, uh, search uh, Tokyo Disney Sea uh, stunning scenes, uh, nighttime spectacular. Just look at the images; they're amazing. Yeah, but, um, you know we've said it a thousand times on this podcast. This Oriental Land Company is not afraid to throw money at it. They no, want they the best in show, whatever it takes. They will spend it to get it. Yep. Uh, and I, I've heard now from several people. That uh, Tokyo Disney Sea is the park. 
Yeah. It, it, it's like the gold standard of what Disney parks should be. You know, uh, and I hear this expansion that they're doing in Fantasyland is is just going to, you know, put more cherries on this cake because it's yeah. just crazy ridiculous. Um, we got to get out there, you know, when the, yeah. this pandemic stuff is over. Yep. All right. Uh, anyway, if you want, uh, you know, a face mask, a cover, a mug, or something, we have a bunch of merch over at T Public. Uh, you can go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash, forward slash T E E Public. T Public. Uh, go check that out. You can buy some swag uh, for your house, for your phone, whatever you need. Yep. Hey. Hey, how about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. All right, first item out of the box. <laughs> Classic, classified under who didn't see this coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, two Disney Skyliner cabins collided yet again at the Hollywood Studios Thursday nights. Two yellow buckets. Kush. Now, one of them was uh, a um, a handicap accessible that got stuck, from what I hear. No, oh, okay. That's what I heard. It was it was trying to come off a line and it got stuck, and it was like, <laughs> so uh, it didn't do too much damage, did it? But it did break the glass on one of them, from what I've been told. Come on, really. <laughs> you had all that downtime, the nine months you were shut down to do more fine tuning adjustments. Nothing. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, no, right. You laid everybody off. Now you're stuck with broken cabins. I know, right? Uh, Cirque du Soleil announced that nine of their shows are coming back, but Drawn to Life was not on this list. Now, I don't know that Cirque would have the rights to announce that. Because from what I now understand, like Disney is the major, you know, owner of the show. So yeah. I think Disney will announce it when Disney wants to announce it. It's not going to be grouped with the Cirque shows. Uh, yeah. You know, Disney likes to do their own thing. Thank you, Cirque Slay. So yes. I wouldn't get too upset yet. Just, you know, hang, hang tight. All right, this was an interesting one. A NASA executive is accused of spending their COVID loan on personal expenses, which included purchasing a DVC. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Come on, people. Really? I, 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 all right, whatever. Uh, Trattoria Al Forno, which is a, a pretty good uh, Disney Italian restaurant, uh, is adding mobile carryout to their uh, menu. So go on my <laughs> Disney experience, you know, and uh, you can place your order and then uh, pick it up at your designated time. So that's good news, especially since the boardwalk is opening. You will be able to take it back to your room and have dinner in your room, you know, without, you know, going outside or doing all that other stuff. I think that's a, that's a good win. Uh, it's also good for us locals because we can order it from the parking lot and then just go pick it up. Anyway, right. uh, I, didn't, I didn't say that here. Uh, U.S. State Department boasts a do-not-travel advisory to 80% of the countries worldwide. Now, I don't want to get you alarmed. This is not because of, you know, 
of wars or, you know, things or COVID. It's just that they've reclassified the way they're using a CDC guideline along with their normal advisories to determine or help you determine what countries you should stay away from because there's too much COVID outbreak. So just, you know, you could go to the U.S. State Department and read how this is now being calculated and all those kind of things and then make your own safe decision, uh, you know, for you and your family. That's right. Uh, Savi's workshop uh, had a little uh, price increase. Now, who didn't see that coming? <laughs> new hilts, pandemic, new pricing. <laughs> Since it's the number one place that everybody got, wants to go. That's right. I got no comment. <laughs> this makes sense. As a stockholder, once again, I applaud you, Disney, for taking hey. advantage of our wallets. Agreed. As a pass holder, I'm a little concerned. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, June is now seeing more park and restaurant capacity. Now, they have not said that they've raised the capacity limits. So we're still at 35%. They're just, I think, with what they've been doing is canceling stuff and moving stuff around. I think that's why we're seeing this new capacity. Now, how... Restaurant capacity, maybe they're bringing, uh, they're on a mad hiring spree to bring people back. So maybe if they're bringing more people back, they can serve more people. So maybe that is one reason this restaurant capacity uh, has seen an an increase. Again, this weekend, this is like something I do now every Saturday. I open up my Disney Experience app and I (laughs) see if I can get a restaurant reservation to any Disney restaurant <laughs> and it's no they're they're completely booked completely yeah. booked which boggles yeah. my skull yeah. hey, anyway if you are a north eastern person new york new jersey pennsylvania connecticut delaware maryland virginia person i think um white castle on may 3rd is opening up the world's largest White Castle here in Orlando on Daryl Carter Parkway, right near Amen. Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. I will have to go there. <laughs> yeah. I am going there for my lunch break. <laughs> maybe not the third, maybe the fourth or the fifth. I'm going to give it a day or two. But yeah, if you're a White Castle fan, this is like, now, the other place that was supposed to open, Portillo's, the hot dog joint, has been delayed, yeah. and they have no new date. And I think that's pretty close vicinity to the White Castle, so you may right. be able to get a dog and a burger. Now, if they would just open a Nathan's. Oh, my God, yeah. Nathan's would be great. What else would be good? I'll tell you what I would love. Wegmans. Uh, yeah, you, you, it's every time. But that's not a fast food place. <laughs> Um, uh, I wouldn't mind having a Whataburger out here, mm. or a or In and Out Burger. In and Out. In and Out. Yeah, we need we need a, We used to have Whataburgers out here, and then yeah. they they closed them all up because we used to go to Whataburger in Lakeland, right? But I wouldn't mind having an In and Out Burger. You know. Yeah. Do I think they're the second coming of cheeseburgers? No. Yeah. Because I've been to five guys. 
Right, right. That's right. Fight me. Change my mind. Yeah, I like do like Five Guys, and I love Five Guys French fries. Yeah, yeah. All all my California friends are like, "You're an idiot. You have no idea what In and Out Burgers about." Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah blah blah blah. That's, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that Five Guys. Uh, Disney is giving cast members one free <laughs> hotel stay, but no park access. And they don't get to pick the hotel. So what, for what reason would Disney do this? I think they feel like they want to give something to the cast members because they're currently blocked out, right? They can't go to a park. So, and I, I said this, I said, if Disney were to just pick one day a week, one day, and say 10%, 15% of the capacity for that day is going to go to cast members. And if it doesn't go, say by, you know, let's say it's Wednesday. If it's not gone by midnight on Monday, then it's just allocated back to the general uh, pool. I, I right. mean, at least give them the, a, a day to say, all right, listen, oh, I have off on Wednesday, I can go. Or maybe, maybe I'll move my shifts around and I'll take Wednesday off because I want to go. But I think you, they have to give them the opportunity. To not give them the opportunity, it, it, it's just it's driving them it's driving them crazy. It's driving them crazy. So I think this is an answer to that current problem that they're trying to solve. They're like, all right, well, you can't get into the park, but how about a night in a hotel? You can't get to a park, and we'll pick the resort. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fairly reasonable, Disney. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, it's more other, uh, not really Disney news, but Orlando news, uh, is Gordon Ramsay is opening up his fast, casual fish and chips. It is the first Gordon Ramsay restaurant outside of Las Vegas, and it's going to be an icon park. That's the big place with the wheel. Uh, it's coming to Orlando. It's going to open by the end of the summer. Right. So stay tuned on more of uh, that. I'm a big Gordon Ramsay fan. Uh, I ate at his place in uh, California, and then it closed down. So I ate at his place in um, in Vegas, one of the burger joints. Mm. Was it good? I just, yeah, it, yeah. It was a burger, man. I mean, come on, yeah. it wasn't Five Guys, but it was a good burger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> all my Gordon Ramsay friends are like, "God, John, you're such an idiot," yeah. but. No, I mean, seriously, I mean, when I think of Gordon Ramsay, I think of finer dining because we've watched yeah. how many seasons of Hell's Kitchen? 20. I hate that we're, you know, we're getting fish and chips. Well, if I'm going to fish and chips, I'm going to go to Cook's of Dublin. Mm. Yeah. You know, White Castle, you can't get that anywhere else. Right, right. You know. Listen, um, I'm just glad he's opening up something outside of Vegas. This gives us a shot at getting something else. You know, maybe, he, oh, that turned out really well. Let's, you know, try some other concept in Orlando. So, yeah. and I've said this uh, a long time ago when we were doing Orlando like a local. Um, I think more and more celebrity chefs are going to be coming to Orlando. I I don't think it's going to stop. I think we're going to get more and more of them uh, opening up places uh, here in Orlando. Yeah, I was absolutely. I was sad to see Emerald go because I really like Emerald's restaurants. Uh, yeah. 
And I hope he comes back to the Orlando area in some capacity, but right now it's not. Okay. Uh, Cinderella's fairy godmother got a new look. And where did they get this new look? At Tokyo Disney. Uh, So it kind of has like a plastic face. Well, they gave the whole thing a brand new fresh update and uh, she looks really cool and hip. Uh, She doesn't look old like a fairy godmother does or would. Uh, over at Disney Springs, remember years ago we <laughs> announced where Bongo's is. They were going to put a restaurant, uh, Beatrick. Well, they're yes. taking that property and now they're going to take down the construction walls and just make it a flat, grassy, open space. Uh, the concept is not dead. It's just been put on hold by the restaurant until they can figure out, you know, the fallout of the pandemic and, you know, what they can or cannot afford to build in the future. So it's not dead. It's just being put on hold for right now. So they yeah, don't want the walls to be up for years. So they're going to take them down and just make a grassy knoll uh, that you can uh, shoot John F.K. on. What uh, What's the over-under on that restaurant actually opening or another restaurant who's got the money and everything's ready to go, then building that in that space? Because that's oh. prime space oh, at yeah. Disney Spring. Yeah, it's right across from the movie theater. Uh, it's right near uh, Splitsville and Haleo. Too big right traffic. Right on the water. Right on the water. Uh, if I was them, I listen. It, if somebody came to and said, "Listen, we have cash in hand. Can we build there?" I think Disney would say, "Absolutely. We'll sure. figure out where to put them later." <laughs> yeah. Hey, when you guys are ready and you want to be play serious ball, let us know. Until then, yeah, got to go with the winner. Yeah, because there are still open stores down in uh, town center where, you know, stores of uh, other retail stores have left. So there's always a revolving door of space down there. Um, So Uh, and last but not least, uh, if you were furloughed from Disney, uh, they're calling a lot of people back. If you were not furloughed from Disney and you would like to go or you were seasonal or something uh, and, you know, just tossed out like a you know wet rat they are hiring like mad they're hiring for attractions custodial and merchandise and i think you can go to disney park careers dot com uh mm-hmm. and you can find uh the it's it's like you apply and then you're not really picking which one of these things you want to do. Disney will interview you and then determine where you fit into. Uh, and they'll make the determination of what of these three categories you'll, you'll work in. Uh, right. So if you are interested and they tell you what the pay rate is and job function and what you'll have to do. And that you have to work holidays and weekends and sometimes it's get up at five in the morning sometimes you're not going to bed till five in the morning so just make sure that you read everything before you apply Mm uh but they are hiring like mad right now and accepting applications for those three functions uh in the parks yeah that's it It says starting at 14 dollars an hour there you go but but the the pay will be conditional on what your role is yeah yeah and uh, they do have um you know, extra pay if you work like a third shift. Uh, I know, you know, security, they used to do that. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't think these three jobs are, you know, third shift jobs right now. Maybe custodial. Mm-hmm. There is a custodial crew that works at night, um, mm-hmm. you know, to clean everything up. 
from the humanity that happens during the day. <laughs> that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's our show. Leave us a comment. Uh, let us know what your uh, thoughts are. Uh, let us know what uh, what your thoughts are. Some of these new stories have had a lot of interesting interesting stuff happening in the world of Disney. So, uh, so yeah. Hey, uh, come check us out over at our home away from home at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can find our show archives there, as well as links to our friends and sponsors like uh, Destinations to Travel. Uh, they are our key travel sponsor. You can go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. If you're planning on uh, any type of travel vacation it's better to have a travel planner in your back pocket it doesn't cost you a dime so why wouldn't you so go fill out that quick form have someone from destinations to travel contact you uh if you want to find us across the internet you can find us on the youtubes on the instagrams and here on facebook all at disney parks podcast and finally if you like support the show you'd like to get uh, a little bit more content or if you just like to get some really cool disney swag you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks podcast and uh, sign up for our Patreon crew. We've got three shows extra a week. We've got amazing content. We've got shows that you can get uh, t-shirts with. I mean, it's just we got a lot of stuff over there. Be a Patreon, support the arts. I mean, support us, that is. And uh, we appreciate each and every one of you guys for allowing us to do what we do. It keeps the show on the air, allows us to do these Monday night recordings for you guys. And finally, if you're not doing anything on Monday night, come join us live for free. Facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And on behalf of Tony Casanova, my name is Park Hopper John. And if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 